Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Molson Canadian presents Heavy Montreal. August 9th and 10th, outdoors at Park John Featuring Metallica, Slayer, The Offspring, performing Smash, and Lamb of God. Three days of rocket metal featuring Anthrax, Twisted Sister, Bad Religion, Voivod, Dropkick Murphys, Body Count, Hate Breed, and many more. Festival passes on sale now. For the full festival lineup and to purchase your pass, visit HeavyMontreal.com. Produced by Avenco. Hey, this is Metal Mike, and you are listening to Talking Metal. Mark Striegel, John Astronomy, the Talking Metal Podcast, coming to you from the Silver Spacecraft. I'm Bud Friendly, and now your hosts, Mark and John. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Talking Metal. John Astronomy reporting to you from the Silver Spacecraft. We have Mark Striegel on Skype. And joining us today is our very special guest, Metal Mike, who will be up shortly. Like that. Yeah, it's going to be great to talk to Metal Mike again. We have a long history with this guy. I mean, I think the first time we had him on the podcast was at your apartment, your old apartment in Jersey City. Correct. And he went on to come back many times onto the podcast. He was a part of our Talking Metal TV show. And uh, we've had him on a few times since then. And we actually, he jammed with us. We did a, a Talking Metal gig where we played songs under the name Screaming Metal. And Metal Correct. Mike actually played that gig with us doing, what, three or four songs, I think. Yeah, so. absolutely. Did metal he do Mike, both gigs? The... Did he do? We played two talking metal gigs. gigs, and he played both gigs. He played Metallica songs with us, accept songs. He wanted to. He said he'd do anything at those gigs except play Judas Priest songs, which I kind of understand because you know of his association. Association, which I kind of understand because of his association with with Rob Halford. Yep. 
definitely. And uh, kind of like you going on on stage and playing a songs. Yeah, it'd be like if I like put on makeup and went and did like a whole Fraley's Comet set or something like that. It'd be a little strange. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, and Metal Mike, uh, not only did we do professional stuff with him, but we've hung out. He's been to your place. He's been to my place on non, you know, work days. And uh, I think I even spent New Year's Eve with him once. So uh, Metal Mike, uh, what a great guy and great family. And uh, it's so cool to have him back on the show. Definitely. And we're going to get into some Metal Mike music here in a minute. And then following that, we will get into our interview with, with him. He's got a great camp he wants to talk about that's taking place this summer it is the metal heroes summer camp so stay tuned for that and if uh, you want to find out information about that camp we will have it linked through today's show notes on talkingmetal.com which let's talk about the site a little bit because i just want people to not be confused john because now talking metal has grown into more than just this podcast. We're, we're calling it Talking Metal Digital, and it's a it's a live stream on Live 365, and it's also now a total of four podcasts. We have Talking Rock, we have Talking Metal, we have a show called Mars Attacks, and now we have another show called One on One with Mitch LaFon, which is is doing really really well. And definitely, you know, if you want to go. To the show notes for this episode, when you go to TalkingMetal.com, you need to click that Talking Metal tab, right, John? Correct. And uh, the site is cool. It is somewhere where you can go and you can see not only the action that's happening on Talking Metal but and or Talking Rock, which Mark and I co-host, but you can see what Mitch LaFon is up to on his show, One on One with Mitch LaFon. And you can also check out what's going on in Spain with Victor from Mars Attacks. Yeah, Mitch has had some great interviews recently. Dream Theater, Alice Cooper, um, Four by Fate, Russ Dwarf, who was just in a really bad car accident. Did you hear about that? Yes, I did, and uh, I wish him the best, and I hope he's doing okay. Yeah, I think he is doing all right. He's had, I think, one of his first rehearsals since the accident today. Wow. So. And there was a, a point where he wasn't sure if he was going to survive. Uh, Jeez, you know, they they airlifted him out of the, the accident scene. His face was split open. Yeah. Uh, it was, I guess, um, there was a couple hours where he was Man. was you, not sure what was going to happen to him. Be but safe. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's back on two feet and going to be back rocking, playing gigs real soon. So that's that's great news. Hey, I got two bits of news that I just want to cover quickly, really quickly. Yes. One of them, uh, our good friend Jeff Fab, who we jam with, is on tour with Zach Wild right now. And I did not realize that he was previously in Black Label Society, and now he's back in Black Label Society. Oh, wow. I didn't know he was previously in. I, that's, that's, that's wild. He plays on the, I think, yet-to-be-released, I think yet to be released a 6 a.m. record. Wow. Uh, which I'm not sure if he's on every track or what the deal is, but when DJ Ashba was on Talking Metal, he said that Jeff Fab was playing some of the drums on that record. And, of course, he played with Filter and In This Moment. So he's wow. really done a lot. Oh, and and that guy from American Idol. I Correct. forget the guy's name. Yeah. Um, That's pretty amazing. And uh, I didn't know uh, about the filter credit, and I didn't know about 6AM. And I, I want to give a shout-out to Rick DeLuca, who is my friend from Berkeley, who is a drummer, who, believe it or not, was Jeff Fab's drum teacher. So Yes. Uh, he was and, on Talking Metal. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did an interview with him. I think he came to the old the old Bionic Studios. So excellent. Yeah. What else? Was there another bit of news you wanted to cover? Yeah, the other bit of news uh, is that there was a big festival that was supposed to happen in Wisconsin. It's called Rockasha. The artists that were scheduled to play were Eric Martin from Mr. Big, Firehouse, Lita Ford, Quiet Riot, and Warrant. And Eddie Trunk was the special guest MC, but he, I want to stress, had nothing to do with the promoting of this event. He was just uh, the host, and he's in the same boat as all the bands who got there. And uh, unfortunately, the festival was canceled abruptly. Uh, some reports say that Eric Martin of Mr. Big did play. I'm not sure what happened, but uh, it's a sad thing when when something like that happens and a lot of people you know, spent time and money getting their hotels. And even if their ticket, uh, you know, costs get refunded, uh, none of that other stuff is going to get refunded. And I just see a report right Right. now that says the event is to be rescheduled. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Interesting. We need to get into some metal mic music right now. And after that, we will hear some more metal Mike music and then John and I will come back and wrap things up so again this is going to be a great song called We Are The Cross it's off of the Metal Worker record by Metal Mike which came out back in 2013 we're then going to hear from Metal Mike and then after that we'll hear a little sound sample of some Halford music so here we go We Are The Cross by Metal Mike and then John and I Interviewing Metal Mike.
Hey guys, on the line we have one of our best friends in rock and in life. The one, the only, Metal Mike. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Great to talk to you again, Mike. It's been it's been a while. I don't think John has spoken with you in quite some time. I spoke to you last year, right after the... Well, not right after, but at some point after the Metalworks record had come out. Yeah. And coming into this interview, by the way, we just heard a great song called We Are the Cross. Refresh my memory, Mike. Who's on that song with you? Oh, yeah. So um, we did... Um, I think that was the first song that we wrote vocally for the, for the Metalworker. And um, so it's uh, on bass is uh, Mike LePond from Symphony X. Um, and then we, I have on drums uh, this guy called Kevin Talley. And Kevin's played with this band Dath and then Dying Fetus and uh, Six Feet Under. He's like a really good uh, thrash speed metal drummer. And then um, the vocalist is this guy called Carlos Zima from this band Outworld. Um, and um, I, I loved Carlos because uh, um, he's, he's just got that real piercing, um, clear, like a metal voice that I liked, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, great, great singer. I definitely want to check out some of his other work. And uh, that was a great record, Metal Mike. I, I told you last time we spoke, I, I love that it's just, you know, not an instrumental record. A lot of times these guitar players will just put out these instrumental records, and it's so refreshing to hear vocals on on a, a guitar, no offense, but a guitar shredder record, if you will. You know, I yeah, love hearing yeah. the singing. Well, I lo I always love those records, even even um, like Ingvae's uh, first solo record, Rising Force. He still had two vocal less uh, tunes, you know. And just yes. it just makes it for a better record. Like I, I, you know, I always want. I always I always feel like I have to. I don't know the word, but I, have, I always feel like I have to prove myself in some ways to myself and others. But at the same time, I don't want it to be. A showcase of my latest arpeggios that I've learned. You know, I, I looked at music as more than just about me, even though it's a solo record. I, I want to make a great metal record versus showing my latest practice regimen, you know? So that's the difference between all the other records. Yeah, you know? Mike, I think that what you're doing is you're making a record that you want to listen to as not only a metal guitarist, but as a metal fan, like we all are. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's basically the bottom line. Very cool. cool. Now, Mike, I wanted to talk to you about what's going on this summer in August. You have a pretty exciting thing happening. It's the Metal Mike's Metal Heroes Summer Camp. And I've been, you sent me the, the link earlier in the week and I've been reading through some of the stuff. And when you first sent it to me, I was like, oh, this is a place like a guitar summer workshop type of place where you go to learn guitar. But yeah. when I started reading, it's it's a lot more than that. And it's not just guitar, is it? No, it's uh, it actually in encompasses all the instruments. So it is guitar, but there's also drums and bass and singing, you know. And so you have all the main heavy metal instruments, and um, it's it's a basically a five day get together um, where where all the kids. It's basically for twelve to eighteen year old heavy metal heads. Cool, so cool. it's 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 all around, you know. It's, it's not it's not like a guitar workshop type type thing when there's guitar clinics for a week, you know. I mean, th th this thing we're gonna have, um, 
you know, it's it's different because I want them, yes, we're going to learn songs and I'll teach him, you know, how Randy Rhodes played licks or how he embellished the songs, right? That's cool, but I'm also going to have some somebody come out from like an endorsement company so the kids could ask, well, how do I get endorsements and what it, what do those Very things cool, mean? Um, then I'm going to have all the all the backstage passes and laminates from all the tours and kids could see how things look backstage, uh, bring that in. And then I'm going to have like a, like a a gear room where kids come in and they check out the pedals and I'll teach them how to get a great guitar sound. So it's, it's all, it's all about the metal, but it's got all these little components in it. Um, Again, it's just more than just, you know, arpeggios, you know, very cool, Mike. And I, you know, I was re- reading some of the stuff like like metal movie night. I think is is a cool thing. Metal arts and crafts. Can you tell? Yeah. Me, like, what are those all about? What's metal movie night? What are some metal movies the kids well, might well, see? Like for, yeah, like like for example, you know, they'll, they they can watch like um, Maiden's Rock and Rio uh, concert, um, and then you know, I'll bring all the backstage passes, signage, and and stuff, and the kids could have like a ton tangible thing in their hands to see how things happened, you know? And I'll think of stories of what has happened during that trip, you know? So 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 the kids get experience more than just than just a movie. Or like arts, you know, like or like arts and crafts, I'm gonna show them, I know John's raising his hands, but we're gonna I'm gonna show them how to the kids will get to make their own, you know, bracelets and metal stuff that they could wear at the concert later during the week. So uh, so I think that's going to be kind of cool, you know? <laughs> Metal Mike, no, it is absolutely cool. And I, I, <laughs> whenever I raise my hand, that's just a signal mark that I wanted to say something. And the uh, funny thing is I got one metal story that you could tell, and that's the time that you got us backstage at a Guns N' Roses concert in Jersey, and I, I think I was beaten up by the security guards. Right, Mark? <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> John, I think, was removed. Metal Mike got John <laughs> backstage uh, to the Sebastian Bach Guns N' Roses show. Metal Mike, of course, was playing with Sebastian Bach. And uh, he was very kind to have, to do that. And then John got himself actually removed from the backstage area. I forgot I'm why. I'm not sure why. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot why. But I just wanted to chime in that you could say, don't do anything wrong or else that could happen. And if you need me, I can come and say don't do that. <laughs> and, 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 and of course, it's the best if you don't remember exactly why it happened. Yeah, <laughs> totally don't. I, 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 I legitimate reason of why. I, I thought it was a great night. I totally forgot about that part. <laughs> so, so Mike, in this camp, you have you have campers age twelve to eighteen, and do they then kind of divide off into groups and and compete, or is is there just more of uh, one kind of big group that's all kind of going towards the same thing? Yeah, I, I think um, uh, I, I think I'm going to divide them into two different bands. Um, depending on the uh, uh, amount of uh, kids that are actually going are going to be the final number at the camp, so that way that way I don't have you know twenty five kids with like fourteen guitar players and they're all waiting their turn at playing guitar. So you know one teacher will teach one group of instruments uh, musicians and, and and I'll teach the other one. So that way when the show comes together, everybody had a chance to really play. 
you know, because yeah. what happens, you know, what happens with these younger kids, they lose attention a lot. So once they just sit around for two hours, kind of like bouncing off walls, you you know, they're not really into learning and I don't want and I want them to learn, you know. Cool. Right. And and, you know, when when we were kids, I, I think Metal Mike, you're you're a couple years younger than John and I, but. I was talking to somebody recently and back in the eighties, like when I would go to see an Iron Maiden concert, there, there were very few people over the age of, I'll, I'll even say like 21. I mean, it was a real youth movement back in the eighties. Now, as time has gone by and metal has continued to thrive and, and be strong, we've seen that age bracket just totally stretch in, you know, into older demographics and that's because a lot of us are getting older mm-hmm. but uh it, it it always makes me think are are the young kids that you're coming in contact with still as excited and and uh passionate about heavy metal music like we were when we were young young kids yeah that's that's a good question because that's something that uh, uh sometimes i i've thought about that myself you know um and then I think the best way to answer it that there are definitely some who are and you know right away. Right. You know? So I'm not sure. I, I wonder I wonder if it's how we perceive it, because you know, us three, we were really into it. So we assumed that everybody else was also. Yeah. But maybe that wasn't the case. It, like, you know, like we had a couple friends here and there that were just as big in metal as we were, but probably other kids weren't as serious. So I, I see within these kids, so for, for example, if I get, let's say there's going to be, you know, um, 15 guitar players, I'll see like three of them who are like totally die hard into it. Right, right. You know, and then that second generation, which is their dads and their uncles, mm-hmm. is that is the ones that'll get them into, you know, like Randy Rhodes and Maiden and, eventually they'll find those bands and that's the funny thing is that most of these kids eventually trek back to the golden age of heavy metal which was the thing for us when we were right you know it still it still sits in that same area like those maiden records and those priest records and randy rose um Ozzy record, it's it's still the golden stuff that that all you know it's it's amazing so that's what i'm saying to everybody is that we were so lucky to grow up in that time when this was new man you know yeah, when it was happening for the first time yeah. yeah yeah so like, man mike who is actually part of it with you so you're handling the guitar stuff and you might have some other guitar players and maybe some drummers or bassists. Uh, who else is taking part in the camp you know there are, um i don't have um, um any 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 particular names that i could really um kind of like say and commit to right now you know because what's going to happen is that I'm going to have to gauge the final uh, number of all the kids that sign up. And at that time, I'm going to basically go to my list and say, you know, can you do it? And, you know, I'll need one drummer instructor or two. Um, so um, I think that's the, probably the wisest way of going about it. Um, but I've already had conversations with different people who can uh, who could do it. Um, and then... You know, there were also outside of the musical instructors part, there were several parents who are actually coming on board who are going to be, you know, the chaperones moms. Right. Because what happens like when you get the when you get the younger kids, they start to miss home a lot. 
you know? Right, yeah. Because you're talking about kids who are like 13 years old. They've never been away from home. So I have actually a couple moms who are coming out to be like the mom figure for them, you know? Very cool. Sure. So, uh, so that's going to be cool. I love it, Mike. When One of the things that I, I want to mention is, and Mark, I'm sure you remember this. When we went up in 1987 to Berkeley, one of the first things I remember is that they put us in the Berkeley Performance Center and had us watch different movies uh, and learn about the history of rock. And, and Mike, I think it's such a great idea that you're doing that with the Maiden movie and other things uh, because I, I think that one of the things that these kids need to see is what not only just how good you can be at your instrument, but what happens on the road and what life is like if you're in a rock group or a metal group. Yeah. yeah well, I agree. It's, you know, it's like a lot of these um, workshops where guitar players go out and, and study with somebody. And it's, I don't want to say they're, they're not good, but I want them to, it's kind of the equivalent of somebody who goes on YouTube and grabs a lick from one video and grabs a lick from another video, a riff from another video, but really they don't have the whole comprehensive thing. Right. And it's one of those things like, well, I could kind of play all those riffs and I could play very fast. <clears throat> I'm like, well, that's like 2% of what you need to be as a guitar player right. that, that functions in the real life environment. You know, and right. I want, I, I basically want to take, they take the kids and give them a, like a, like an like an awesome snippet of what happens in like five days, you know, like expand their mind and they go home. They're like, oh man, so maybe I do want to do it, you know. Yeah. Right. Well, if there's one guy to do it, it's you. I mean, I was just thinking. I mean, you're a guy who's not only recorded with Bruce Dickinson, uh, you know, you've also flown with him, which is uh, pretty amazing. And I'm sure you, you can share those stories with your campers. Right. I'm just I'm just amazed at, at Bruce, you know. He's he just he just blows my mind though, like how talented he is. And he's got these books and he's got all this airplane stuff going on. And I don't know, man. Yeah. He's he puts all he puts a lot of younger rockers to shame, man. He's a it's, renaissance man. Yeah, it's right. just, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. Really yeah. wild. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, most people probably know you because of your work with Rob Halford. Have yeah. you heard any of the new Judas Priest tracks, and w what do you think? You know, I only heard, I think, um, some, of the, uh, some of the initial song, I think, that came out first, and I thought it was really good. I thought it was kind of, um, you know, kind of like what, what um, I think, I thought it was perfect for the fans to hear that from Priest, you know? I thought, I thought it was nice. Cool. Like a traditional Priest, like a, the track fit with what they should be doing. Yeah, I mean, you know, what what should they? That you know, there's there's no law, but I, I think it was something that the fans could totally grab onto, you know. So it's nice, you know. I mean, it's 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 awesome to to see that. So, Madam Mike, I have a subscription to my favorite magazine, Guitar World, and I always go to the Metal for Life Metal Mike column. And tell me, are you still doing that? And tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, man, you know, it's it's been. That that's been a whole like wild door that's that's opened that I it just sort of came out of the blue and and I and I and I and I jumped in it and like I I, I they just told me that is the longest running show on Broadway as they said you know yeah no it's, that's 
It's awesome. It's, it's in every magazine for as long as I've subscribed to it. So it's yeah, yeah, it blew my mind because I didn't know, you know, to be honest, when I came in there and I did the first three columns, I'm like, I don't have anything else to, to show, you know, because you don't think. <laughs> and then here we are, like column number 50 something, wow. you know, so so the so the guitar column has been so well received that they actually released two DVDs out of it. Wow. Um, yeah, called, called, one is called Metal for Life Mastering Heavy Metal Guitar, and the other one's called 20 Essential Metal Licks. Um, so there's two DVDs now, and um, it's wild. Like, I continuously go back, and and, uh, and now it's sort of becoming one of those things where I'll get emails from people on YouTube and saying, hey, I wrote a song that was based off of your January column. And I have a riff wow. inspired by your column, and here's my song. Wow. So, um, so that's killer. And and then what I realized too is that 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 translates into my workshops and all that. But then what I'm going to start to do in the fall after the summer's done, I'm actually going to begin to do uh, metal for life uh, Skype guitar lessons. Oh, so, cool. you know, because wow. I know there are hundreds of guitarists who want the stuff explained even further. You know, so it's not going to be one of those things when it's like a full time, full time gig when I do like 12 lessons a day. But um, I'll, I'm going to make that available. So I think that should be pretty cool. Wow, man. Great. And just to recap. So you're saying basically your column is the longest running column in Guitar World history. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Wow. Very cool. That's great. Congratulations. <laughs> Excellent. You. And guys, we're going to have all the information about Metal Mike's Metal Hero Summer Camp in today's show notes on TalkingMetal.com, of course, in the Talking Metal section. And you can also get that information on MetalMike.net. Right, Mike? Yeah, that's exactly. MetalMike.net is the site. The camp is August 25th through the 29th, and it's taking place in Big Indian, New York. Where is that, Mike? You know what? That's actually um, in the Catskill Mountains in New York, and it's it's about an hour or so from Woodstock. Okay. So it's just amazing. You know, you have street uh, streams and wildlife and all that. So there's nothing but you know heavy metal for us. Yeah, so that's great if you happen to live in the New Jersey, the Connecticut, the New York State area, even Pennsylvania, Massachusetts. It's a it's a great central location for those those places and uh really from all the places i just mentioned it's probably only a what two to three hour drive i would think yeah it's totally cool and you know what i actually i actually have people flying in from chicago and texas for it too oh, wow so that's, so it's awesome cool. so i mean like that's that's like that's extra special because not only to go to camp they got to fly themselves out you know so so we're talking about those kids like we were talking before where you know they die. They're dark. They are hard. Are hard. So I know kids who took actually summer jobs in order to pay for it. So that's pretty oh, good. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> Very good, Mike. That uh, well, I I can only imagine how cool it would have been if I, you know, back in the day when I was in like ninth grade, if I could have went to a camp and had some of my favorite rockers and metal artists teaching me. That would have been amazing. And uh, so I think it's great that you're doing what you're doing. No, thank you, John. Thank cool. you. And best of luck to you with it, Metal Mike. Again, we will have everything you need to know about the camp up in today's show notes on TalkingMetal.com, and you can also check it out at MetalMike.net. Mike, 
you've been one of our reoccurring guests on the yep. show for probably like eight or maybe even nine years. We started the show man. in 2005, the podcast. You, I know, were probably on maybe in 2006, your first time. Then you joined us on our TV show version, and yep. you've been back many times since. So we uh, appreciate you being a part of the Talking Metal family, and we encourage <laughs> All you guys to go be a part of Metal Mike's family at this great camp, Metal Heroes Summer Camp. Again, that takes place starting on August 25th through the 29th (laughs) this summer, 2014, in Big Indian, New York. Mike, best of luck to you, man. Hey, Metal Mike, I will see you soon. Let's hang out. And I promise if you drive down to Jersey City, I won't put you on a one-way road going the wrong way like I did the last time. I remember that. See, I don't know if you guys can follow the trail of Pat, but there's always trouble with John Ostrowski. Yes, yeah. it's always like a slight angle. That, there's that always a slight a detour wrong. when it comes to John. You're always into some sort of a detour one way or the other. But it's all good. But anyway, so Metal Mike, roll, thank you, and I'll call you this week. Okay, buddy. Okay, take Mark, care. John, thank you, guys. Take thank care, you, man. Metal Mike.
That was Speed of Sound by Rob Helford, co-written by Metal Mike from the year 2010. Yes. Now, let's instead of going out with a song, John, let's let's go out with some bloopers from the interview. If they, I, if I you think want that's to. a good idea. Yeah, the, guys, I didn't realize when we did this Skype interview with Metal Mike that John was going to make us all turn on our video cameras, and I'm <laughs> sitting here almost naked, uh, and uh, I think John and Metal Mike were were taken back by that. We were amused by that because, yeah. guys, if you just look at the video, you just see Mark from, like, chest up, and he looks like he's <laughs> naked, but he's actually not naked. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is this is how I usually... Although, and, I don't and, know. I usually Maybe appear in front of my web camera. Yeah, he may, oh, yeah, when he's doing, like, a lot of wacky web stuff, you know, online, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. The site. But uh, anyway, so th- so that's that. We'll we'll play out this uh, some of the outtakes, I guess we'll call them, from the the Metal Mike interview, and we'll catch up with you guys on the next episode, which I believe will be episode four seven eight. Wow. This is episode four seven seven. We are getting closer to five hundred, and John and I still have no plans as to what well, we're going to we come do. up with. Some, yeah, we got Ooh. to soon. So let's discuss that immediately. Correct. All right, John. Have a good night. You too, and I already got one plan. Oh, you do? Flash dancers. Just kidding. Just joking. That's, I'm just yeah. kidding. Look that up, guys. All right. Okay. All right. Take care. Cool. All right. See you guys. Cool. All right, man. We'll get this up uh, hopefully this Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, but hopefully okay, this Tuesday. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Thanks, guys. <laughs> so, so, John, I'm going to hang up with, with both you, but then I'm going to dial you right back. Okay. Okay, Mike, have a right. great, great okay, evening. I hope your your wife and son are doing good. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Two kids, right, Mark? Yeah, yeah. It's craziness. <laughs> you know what happens, John? If Mark ever put his shirt back on, maybe he wouldn't have crazy kids running around all the time. I right? know. He's, it, I, I didn't know what was going on here. I thought this was an X-rated podcast. <laughs> Mark's like rocking it freestyle. Yeah. Kids yeah. left in right. his house. Don't that's that's why he's got all these kids. He's uh, naked all the time. I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Hey guys, let's let, let's hook up soon, all right? Yeah, definitely. definitely. I, I really want to, Mike. I think yeah. it would be awesome. All right. Okay. 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 Right. okay. Bye touch. guys. See you Bye. later. This will be safe for the blooper reel. But... Yeah. <laughs> See ya. Take it easy. Bye bye.